everybody. This is Jerry. I just figured we'd give a little preamble before this episode gets started. It's, you know, pretty heavy one, controversial games. But we do have a game uh, that has sexual assault in it. If you don't want to hear that, around the one hour and 22 minute mark is when we get started talking about it, all the way up until the one hour and 32 minute mark. Uh, there will be more accurate uh, timestamps in the description. Uh, but thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a good day. on everybody in between this is jerry and jacob and we are two unrelated brothers um jacob before we really get started you want to let everybody know where they could uh, reach us or find some of our content sure uh you can find us over on spotify and you know actually i don't know what our things are you're gonna have to tell me <laughs> you're gonna give me a list cut this cut this <laughs> We're gonna i actually this don't in. know you're gonna have to Give me a list. You never. This was not the agreement, Jerry. You always. You have the list of our social medias. You can't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can find us uh, on Instagram. Um, we post a lot of our um, pictures as well as some kind of sneak peeks. Like uh, we put out a uh, thing about an inscription. Uh, Jacob actually commissioned an artist. What was the artist's name? Uh, Felanian, I think. F A L A N I A N, I believe. Um, his link is though like under the post I made of his work. He did he did a very good job. Or or she, I, I they did a very good job. Yes. So you can find little uh you know kind of little bonus things uh some day to day going on like you know if, if Jacob got a new game or I got a new game or just you know something cool that we saw. Um, you can also find us on YouTube. As of right now, I believe we only have nine episodes uploaded on there. I need to get back on that and uh, upload some more uh, episodes. Uh, and then you can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. I'm pretty sure if you just if you just search Two Unrelated Brothers on Google, because I set it up with multiple uh, services using mm-hmm. Anchor, which you can also find us on Anchor. I don't know if anybody knows really what that is. But yeah, but that's pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, where you can you can find us. Send me um, a list of this so that way next time you do that to me, I'll be ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and just a warning. So, I mean, I wouldn't say our episodes are like child friendly or anything, but this one is definitely going to be uh, certainly darker in some aspects. Um, it's going to be involving, you know, uh, anything from murder to, you know, sexual assault. I mean, even, uh, well, I guess uh, racist propaganda. Uh, Jake, yeah. you want to? Yeah, look yeah, like, yeah. Let's let, let, let's start off by saying like this is not like obviously us talking about any kind of like real life. Well, in a way, it kind of is, but we're talking about a uh, big controversy controversies in the in gaming history. Um, and, and not like something along the lines of oh, how did you? Spoiler alert here. Um, how did you feel about the death of Joel in The Last of Us Two? That's like a story potential story controversy of how you would feel about that. That's not what this episode's gonna be about. It's like maybe about the content or the inspiration behind a game, whether it be like it's ultra violent, it's ultra sexual, sexual. Um, just the story that's based on is already kind of like iffy, things like that. Um, and this is in no way us trying to say like, I mean, we'll give our opinions on some stuff. This is not our way of going like, this is fine, this is not fine. Um, this is just kind of more of like. Uh, just overall, like kind of small history lesson of just 
crazy shit that has happened in regards in, in the video game world. Yeah, I, I will say there are some things that are definitely uh, not all these are equal, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah these, not all these are equal. Um, and, and some of them are just cool history lessons for some people who may not know. Yeah. Um, like, for yeah. instance, I, I don't know if you want to just jump into it. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. on. Let's, let's start off with a pretty uh, basic one. OK, so not our not our oldest title uh, as, as far as the stuff goes, but one of I would say one of the most controversial back in the 90s. This had uh, politicians in a, you know, with their panties in a bunch and whatnot. And it's actually uh, uh, actually credited with partially being responsible for the ESRB or the Inter- Entertainment Software Rating Board before mm-hmm. this game. Um, there really wasn't, you know, I know people have seen the E for everybody, the T for teen, you mm-hmm. know. And from Peggy mature, 18. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's also responsible for the Australian board as well. Uh, but the, the ESRB was set up in 1994 due to, uh, believe it or not, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. With the first release being on uh, 10-8 of 1992. Uh, and then with the last re- release being in 4-23-2019. So, um yeah, it was originally created by Midway Games and is currently uh, made by NetherRealm Studios. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's I, th- I think pretty much everybody knows about it, especially with this with this extremely successful. Uh, uh, I don't want to say re- I mean, it kind of is a remake, right? Or is it an alternate uh, universe kind of thing? These new I, ones? Um, these new ones. Yeah, it's kind of like a soft. Re- it, it, it's a classic kind of like soft reboot thing like they. Um, kind of go into a, like a different timeline or dimension and stuff to kind of fix the issues they had with the story before. Right. And, and, and at the time, I mean, you got to think about the time. This is 1992. Yeah. So this really uh, shocked people because video games, even, even I would say uh, today, some people just see, you know, video games as entertainment for kids. Mm-hmm. So whenever you see somebody ripping out somebody else's spine or setting them on fire, or throwing them in a the acid, people lost their shit. So this game was actually banned uh, in Brazil, believe it or not, the, one of the murder, ca- murder capitals of the world, uh, <laughs> South Korea, Indonesia, and Japan. And then uh, China, Ukraine, and a few other countries have recently uh, overturned their decisions to ban the game, including, I believe, Germany and Australia, which I think a lot of people know Australia is actually really, really tight yes. on restrictions when it comes to games. And Germany yes. as well. Uh because, like, for instance, in, in certain World War II games where it's historically relevant, you know, mm-hmm. to have a, a swastika, for instance, uh, it's banned. I believe maybe the, the, the Nazi eagle or whatever, like all kind of Nazi, yeah. uh, you maybe know, symbolism. Yeah. Symbolism is kind of banned in Germany, which to me is kind of sad. It's it's not a great part of history, obviously, but it's a part of history. And, and I mean, you got to represent it, I think, fairly accurately, you know. Uh, especially in Germany, I mean, I mean, fuck you, you, come on, come on, you guys, you, uh, you know. Yeah, it it it, it is definitely one of those iffy things where like you don't want to like censor the past because you know how you learn from it is by you know looking at it in in all its warts. But you know, I mean, I can understand too at the same time why they probably wouldn't want to do that because it is Germany. So (laughs) I'm with you that you you gotta look at it warts and all, but also in Germany, I can understand that's. it's a little sensitive. It's a sensitive topic. <laughs> it reminds me of that of that skit in uh, Family Guy, where oh. uh, <laughs> where they're they're in Germany and they're like, "Hey, what happened during this, these years?" And it was the you know the years during World War II, and it's like, yeah. and and the 
the uh, the guy, the travel guide, was like, we were on vacation. Yes, that basically. <laughs> yeah, like, well, and then he just skips 1941 and 1945. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a trippy one. So yeah. But believe it or not, that I mean, the, there are games even older that are uh, fairly controversial uh, due to some of the. Uh, I guess sexual uh, content within the game, such as Custard's Revenge. I don't, I, I don't think many people have heard about this. But this came out in November 1982. You know uh, what, what system was this, Jerry? Oh, the uh, Atari 2600, and it was published Oof. by <laughs> yes, very old. Um, so you can imagine what the graphics look like. I believe this yeah. is like 18 or 8 bit graphics, like very uh, not you know not. Um, These are literal like, square people. <laughs> yes, very uh, square people, but. Uh, so it's by the American Multiple Industries or AMI, mm-hmm. uh, which is not around. They had a whole a swath of uh, adults, you know, kind of games with kind of sexual themes. But this one was the best selling. And mm-hmm. uh, at the time uh, in, in 1982, it was sold for forty nine ninety five, which if you take into account uh, inflation, that's one hundred and forty dollars in today's money. That's insane. Yes. And it sold 80,000 copies. And uh, basically, let me get into what this game's about. So you play yeah. uh, General Custard, and uh, your goal is to dodge arrows, uh, and you're you're fully nude with an erect penis, uh, believe it or not. And yeah, it you, looks, it's a block in front of you. Yes, it's a bunch of blocks. It's like a <laughs> block, a bunch of blocks, and with a busty Native American, nude Native American woman tied to, I believe, a cactus. And your Something, goal is yeah. to make it over there and uh, have happy away. Yep. Yes, have your way. Um, and yeah, so as you can imagine, many men, uh, women's right groups and legislators were opposed to the game. And um, they actually came out with a gender swapped version of the game called General Retreat, where General Custard is now trying to run away from this naked native woman. And as uh, she's dodging um, cannonballs, uh, to which she then goes over there and, and I guess uh, as her way with Custard, I, I don't know. It, um yeah, I feel like that was their way of like, see, we're 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 equal. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man, this is not the, yeah, the issue. And, <laughs> and they argued that the woman, you know, who's tied to a, a fucking to a cactus was mm-hmm. a willing participant in all this, uh, which to me is crazy. <laughs> um, oh, but that my just shows God. These guys. I mean, a- AMI was not I don't know. They were fucking crazy. Yeah. Like like. You know, for a lot of stuff like this, not not specifically this, but like just in general, like when it comes to like controversies or things, you can always kind of fall back on the argument of, oh, well, you know, different time and all that. Even then, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what yeah, these the guys actual were fuck? fucking nuts. Like, I, I was just flat out say it because, you know, I know we're kind of dodging that word, but it's, it's essentially a rape simulator, you know, like Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. An eight-bit rape simulator. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what makes it kind of funny is that it's just like two action figures. Like, how do you do before? It's just two action figures bumping against each other. But, yeah, the fact that this was like an actual game on the Atari and a best-selling one at that, that, that's kind of sad to think about as well. Like, holy shit. Well, unfortunately, uh, this actually isn't the only game in the list that has to do with sexual assault. So if anybody is not, I don't know, I guess it's... uh, if it's, Triggered, if that's yeah, it's, if it's, it's a it's a pretty bad topic, and yeah. you know if you're if you're sensitive to that, I, I completely understand. That's unfortunately that that's that's a little bit of a common topic. In, and 
these yeah. things, which is very sad. <laughs> but and also, I mean, it is a controversial. I mean, that is very controversial, no, right? Yeah. No, for um, sure. So I was just saying, yeah, just ahead of time. Yeah. Like you well, said before, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll let you all know before we, we will get let into you this, know <laughs> the real uh, horrible uh, game. I mean, this is bad, but it's so it's just so. I mean, it's eight bit. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous. You know, yeah. you kind of like pull back and laugh at it. It's when like obviously when there's advancements, technology, and you get into more into the modern age, then it gets more like how did this even happen? Like this isn't that long ago. Like that that's what makes it, these things crazy too. I also like to point out though before we uh, continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, because whenever we do like any kind of like research-based ones, it's usually me doing uh most of the talking. This one you did a lot of research for, so bravo, sir. This must have been a a fun and rough one to do research on. Well, so I I just I had the idea in my mind because I mm-hmm. was thinking about uh when I was a kid, my uncle ran a video game store for it was called Game Shop. It mm-hmm. was. Only open for, I believe, a few months before GameStop sued him because uh, so I think GameStop's colors are red and white. His colors were white and red and it was called GameStop. <laughs> oh, so GameStop. So uh, GameStop figured out very quickly what he was doing and closed the a store down. Assist. <laughs> yes. And uh, and one of the games he had on his shelf uh, was uh, BMX XXX. Mm, good yeah, which we'll get to that one in a little bit. I'm just trying to go in some kind of order because there's actually another title that's bold as well uh, mm-hmm. called Leisure Suit Larry. And I don't think many people have heard that because it's not a big game. I remember in 2009, I think it coming out in Game Informer, them talking about this game. Uh, but the first titles actually uh, came out in 1985. Uh, really? And yeah, it came out in uh, what is it, quarter three of 1985, with the latest title, which I believe is just a remake of the first title coming mm-hmm. out in uh, in quarter four of 2020. Um, and, and it was by Sierra Entertainment, and yes, it's the same people who made the Fear series or the Fear series for the most part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they published the games from 1987 to uh, 2009. So. Uh, Codemasters took over in 09. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game is actually, believe it or not, the origin of the series is from a text adventure game called Soft Porn Adventures from 1981. At least you uh, know what the game's about. <laughs> yes, there is no. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I guess it's like an erotic novel. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of like what a lot of people have now on Steam, like those games you see on Steam. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a, it was an alpha for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just fucking crazy. It, the it true was, Trailblazers. <laughs> yeah, it was designed by uh, Sierra's Chuck Benton. Uh, the text adventure was, and the game okay. follows a Larry Laffer, um, but I believe Larry gets multiple different last names as because there's a I believe eleven titles in the uh, game series. That's insane. Uh, but it basically uh, follows this guy as he's trying to seduce many, many beautiful women and mm-hmm. seduce them, uh, not uh, assault them. Um, so he's just basically a really thirsty guy. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And and believe it or not, the game didn't contain as much sexual uh, content as you would expect. Uh, and the first five games actually sold. I mean, I don't know. This is really well for the time, but yeah, combined two million copies as of uh, 1996. Mm-hmm. 
And you got to keep in mind, the first one came out t- about 10 years prior. 19. Yeah. And then as of 2011, there have been 10 million copies sold of those first uh, five. That's crazy. I, so it's like done well enough to stay afloat, but not like well enough to be well known, I guess. Yeah, and see, and and, and so that kind of triggered a memory because I remember seeing the uh, the game, one of the early, uh, the, I think it was the game in '09, out in a game, uh, a game informer, you know. And, and at that age, we were like what ninth grade. I was like, oh man, this is pretty crazy. Yeah, so that's yeah. nine. So oh yeah, that's prime. That's like 15, 16 year old, year old yeah. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a we're not the most intelligent at then i think something else is in control of us during those years no uh, i would argue <laughs> something is still in control <laughs> something else is still in control of, of us at this age. Uh, so yeah so that was i mean so these are some fairly old titles which kind of surprised me i knew about custard revenge um like i said i knew about bmx xxx uh, and of course i knew about mortal kombat i actually have mortal kombat 2 uh, on SNES in my living room right now. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh yeah, it's, it's a great game. Never. Oh, you, you protect that with your life. You kill someone for it if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. So, like I've seen yeah, some it, gameplay of it. It's just like, yeah, like you said, the best way to describe it, it's not like super offensive or nothing. It's just like, yeah, just a thirsty guy trying to like get with a bunch of girls. And it's like, I think from what I've seen from it, like looking it up real quick, um. It looks like just mostly like, you know, short shorts and like a lot of cleavage and stuff like that. Like n- nothing like particularly obscene. Maybe there is some stuff in there, but it's not like all over the place. Like you would think with a game like this. And the one that I, I saw actually on uh, that Game Informer, I believe was Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude. Oh, Lord. Which was a, <laughs> yeah, which which was a... a uh, I believe it came out on PS2, PC, and Xbox. It was considered mm-hmm. an action-adventure game or an action game. And it came out on October 5th, 2004. So I was in fourth grade when that one actually came out. Wow. Uh, at that point, I think I knew I liked girls, but I wasn't sure why. <laughs> that, was, that was part of your sexual awakening. You didn't even know it. Yeah, that's... Yes, I guess so it was. It was part of my awakening. That's funny. Yeah, and that... <laughs> was developed by High Voltage Studios, with the publishers being Vivendi and uh, Sierra. Vivendi, I've heard that one before. Uh, I believe that one also has to do with the Fear series. Mm, oh, you're right. Yes, you're totally right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remembered the Sierra one, Vivendi. Yeah, that was totally Fear as well. Wow, it, small world, <laughs> small world sometimes. Oh yeah. And it was actually awarded for the VGX Award for Cyber Vixen of the Year. Cyber Vixen of the Year. I didn't realize. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. That makes sense in a way. Yeah, I don't. I like, out of curiosity, kind of want to see what it's about. Just to, like, what is this? Like this little time capsule in history. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, VGX Award for Cyber Vixen of the Year was established in 2004. Oh so God. I guess they wanted the first year it came out um so it was established in 04 and it, the last time it was awarded was in 2006 wow okay so, <laughs> it didn't last long yes it did not last very long at all damn i thought it would have made it to at least the 2010s considering you know the culture back then but damn yeah and, and just for clarification we do have a list in front of us jacob do you have that pulled up 
I ha- I got it on me. I got it on me. Okay. Do you want to uh, take a look at the next game in the series? You can just choose one from the list. I don't know if you want to go in chronological order or, uh, or you know. Yeah. How yeah. Well, I guess the other one did, and this is one I was kind of interested in because I think I might have seen like uh, what you call it. Like I've heard of this in passing, but never um never actually like found anything on it till you you sent it to me and you mentioned it too. The game you saw at your, uh, you said your uncle's store? Yes, yes. Uh, BMX XXX. And this would have been in, yeah, which was apparently released November 12th, 2002. And the name is basically, what do you think when you hear that name? That's basically what the game is. It's a BMX game with strippers. And that is probably the best way to describe it. Um, had multiple releases during the holiday of 2002. This was published by published by Acclaim, um, and it is just a BMX game that has a fully topless riders and real, I mind you, real actual footage of strippers and stripping, and you'll you're gonna see a lot of skin. You're gonna see it all. <laughs> you're gonna see a lot. And um, this, the part of this that's insane to me is the game was on. So the game was uncensored on Xbox and the fucking GameCube. Yeah, that's, you would think. Yeah, that's blew my mind. Yeah, while the PS2 is the one that had like censor had it censored, which is I don't know what happened. Like someone got fired. I promise you, Nintendo for that. <laughs> Someone got fired. Like, that's Probably insane. So. Um, apparently, uh, yeah, BMX XXX. Obviously, BMX has the self-described style of a raunchy sex comedy movie, which you know, maybe for if, like a 1980s movie that could work, but for like a 2002 BMX game, that's insane to think about. Um, so how the story goes is apparently Acclaim saw that this was going to be an a very mediocre game at first. Um. With the title being, you know, Dave Mir BMX game. And for anyone who doesn't know, we're going to feel old. Dave Mir is like pretty much the equivalent of like Tony Hawk for BMX. I believe that's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. Back so then. I actually had one of his Dave Mir games and one mm-hmm. of the because, you know, how Tony Hawk had a bunch of special characters. like Dark Right. Peter and whatnot. Well, in his video game, his special character was a fucking Slim Jim man. Macho man? No, the Slim Jim man. The oh, fucking, just the Slim Jim. The, the, the guy in the Slim Jim suit. What the hell? I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I had I had uh, one of the Dave Murray BMX games. Yeah. Oh wow. Damn. Well, look at that. There you go. Um, but yeah, the publisher saw that it was going to be mediocre, and they tried to like basically spice it up with like that adult humor and nudity to get excitement and to get um some uh, what's it called publicity, which did work. It did get a lot of um momentum marketing wise. But it was all like hype on like just wow this is ridiculous, and then right. it sold poorly. And in this and throughout this process too, um, I actually read uh, I don't know where you got a lot of your information from. There's a pretty good article, interesting article from Vice on it that actually talked to like some of the development team from back then. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, um, and one of them was apparently like. A lot of big for obvious reasons, you know, a lot of professional bikers they got they pulled out of the game so they pulled their likeness they pulled their support from the game including dave mira right. and now and which is which originally was going to be called dave mira bmx xxx once he pulled out of it though 
ha, sex jokes. Uh, it was just called BMX XXX. <laughs> um, so I'm sure that killed a lot of interest too, because you just think like it's a parody or something that it's not like an actual, you know, supported game. Um, well, to be L- honest, I feel like with with that, like young boys, right? This is 2002, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, would be super fucking excited to play this, but. With a title like that, there's no way you could be like, oh, no, mom, it's rated M. Uh, yeah. You know, like no mom is going to buy that, let alone no mom is going to play it. So I think a lot of your uh, support is going to disappear because it's just blatantly a yes sexual uh, game. You know what I mean? And, and how much was spent on marketing? I mean, a lot, which is even today in today's standards, this would be a lot. But for 2002, apparently anywhere from three to four million, which is a lot. Especially yeah. for a PS2 game back then, or Xbox 2. Um, and uh, unsurprisingly, it got meh reviews at best. Um, as low as 3 out of 10, to surprisingly, for some reason, like 7.75 from Game Informer. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Mm, yeah, that's... I Don't they allegedly get uh, paid off or, like, perks or something? <laughs> I, it's one of those things where, like, you know, I, I don't think that like big um what's it called like game review companies get like checks from studios or nothing like that but i do think it's one of those like hey if you don't give you don't help us out here you're not you may not get exclusives or something like that i think that's kind of what it is was quid pro quo is that it (laughs) yeah quid pro quo yeah so stuff like that um and overall it's just mixed like on metacritic 58 out of 100 so that's which is about what i expect like it's fine but if it was if maybe if it didn't have the strippers in there it would be it would be just completely forgotten which would probably is the case um yeah reading that article too i was telling you about mm-hmm. apparently too like like you said here um you know the story is that it was the publisher who kind of got that going and there's no doubt they played in here too that they say in here publisher had a big role in it too but it was just like a it was kind of born out of a dumb joke in a writer's meeting for this game nice they were just saying like it's exact and you gotta keep in mind too yeah 2002 it's like nothing but men and uh you know in these in these meetings and one of them just said allegedly says some of one of the developers says what if our game had strippers and it's just like oh that's hilarious but and then that turnly be <laughs> it quickly became a actual thing they went for they actually got they actually partnered. They got. They partnered with an actual strip club, and they used their strippers for the in-game footage. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And the way they did it is, I think you would get high scores, and like, the more like high, the better high scores you get, and then like the more objectives you complete, that's what you unlock. You unlock footage of actual footage of strippers stripping. That's your reward. <laughs> like that's nice. and that's insane. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm sure obviously now, like, even back then, that's it. That's pretty crazy. But obviously, you know, another big thing probably why it didn't sell well, like you said, apart from it has fucking a triple X sign on the front of it. So, like you said, no mother's just going to get that for their teen. Um, A lot of big outlets just pulled pulled it from their um, their storefronts like Walmart and Toys R Us back when, like, you know, these these uh, stores were very necessary to sell games. Okay, yeah. Okay, this reminds me of actually another game that I totally uh, forgot to put on the list. Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, the the guy game. I don't remember if you remember this. Do, do you oh, know? that's like a 
Let me type it in right now. That that definitely rings a bell. It's one of those like did, it's one of those like did that really come out games? One of those. Yeah. So it was uh, obviously rated M. It came out in uh, August 31st of 2004 um, for PS2 and Xbox, and then December 22nd 2004 for uh, PC. And it's like a trivia or like a quiz game mm-hmm. um, that the you know you they ask questions, and if you get them right, the uh, there's like a couple of women. And uh, they start moving their clothes, and you know, once you get so many uh, answers right, they're they're I don't think they're fully naked, but I believe their breasts are exposed. And if I'm not mistaken, the footage was shot during spring break on, believe it or not, South Padre Island. Wow. Um, yeah, with the host being Matt Sadler, uh, giving the questions to young females in bikinis, referred to as hotties. If they answered correctly, they were required to show their breast. Before they give their answers, the footage is paused and the player is asked to guess whether the hotties answered correctly or not. In the titwits portion of the game, <laughs> the player is <laughs> told that they were wrong and asked to guess what wrong answer they gave. The more times the player is able to correctly predict the outcome, the higher mm. the flashometer is, um, with oh levels based on erectile processes. Amazing. Uh, yeah, rises and the more exposed uh, the breasts become. First, the breasts are obscured by the guy game logo mm-hmm. on the soft and squishy level, <laughs> then just digitally blurred on the sort of chubby level, and finally fully uncensored during the super stiff level or maxed out meter. Jay, um, it's like 13 year olds wrote this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It is hilarious, though. But, it is, uh, no, it's hilarious, but it's like grown men did this. <laughs> I mean, sex sells, right? Uh, once the player reaches the uncensored level, the episode can be played again with no visual censorship. As the game progresses, the players will become ranked as president, vice president, treasurer, or asshole. Um, also included are the balls mini games, which gives players extra points during an episode. Before the game, each player chooses a female avatar call, uh, called cheerleaders to represent them based on how often the player correctly guesses the outcome of each hottie's response. The more close the cheerleader removes at the end of the episode, a short video montage is shown of the cheerleader belonging to the player who reached the rank of president. Many other rules can be enabled, uh, most inspired by drinking games. Uh, and this is from uh, Wikipedia as is most of the research uh, from this episode. But there was actually uh, some platform bans. Um, the game is banned on Twitch and is one of the only ESRB M-rated games to be banned on the site. And there was also a lawsuit. Uh, could you guess why? Well, knowing these games, um, I'm guessing one of them was underage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's always it's always like that. <laughs> so believe it or not, four months after the game was released, only four. A lawsuit was was brought against Top Heavy Studios, a gathering of developers, Sony and Microsoft. A woman explained that she was not informed the footage would be used to promote the video game. So I guess this was like because I think like the guy game was an actual or the yeah the guy game was like an actual thing. I don't know if it was on TV or HBO or something. Um, Okay. But yeah, so she was not told uh, her footage be used to promote the video game. And at the time of the footage. Uh, was recorded the woman was only 17 years old making her under mm-hmm. uh, making the guy game technically illegal 
<laughs> to own or sell in some countries and a oh, temporary dear. injunction. Yeah. A temporary injunction was granted prohibiting prohibiting a further production of copies of the game that contained the girl's image, uh, voice, and name. After the lawsuit, developer Top Heavy Studios released a DVD version of the guy game called The Guy Game Game Over, which featured the footage filmed for the game as well as additional uh, content and bonus features. Um, and as far as reception, uh, on <laughs> Xbox, has got a 47 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Metacritic, uh, 48 out of 100 on, and uh, a 23 out of a, uh, well, I'm sorry, 48 on, out of 100 on PS2, mm-hmm. and a 23 out of 100 on PC on Metacritic. And IGN, IGN actually gave the game a 7.7 out of 10. That does not surprise uh, me. <laughs> stating it may be tasteless, but I prefer this kind of uh, tastelessness over BMXXXX. Hopefully that's before fired. the. I was say hopefully that was uh before he found out the seventeen year old part. Yeah, yeah, but shots fired. So yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, kind of, kind of seeing a theme. The early two thousands to mid two thousands, man, wild west, wild fucking west. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, do you see another one you want to uh, go over, or do you want to introduce one of your your own? Um. I'm, once I've. Uh, there are a couple, but they're mostly like moments or like sections of games, not actual games. This one, though, I do want to talk about because we've mentioned it before, like in passing. Okay. No, like ew, just talking and then, excuse me, talking and I th- I've probably a couple times on this podcast. Um, Six Days in Fallujah. This is, uh, it's kind of insane. We heard about this game coming out while we were in high school. Yeah, years ago. Years, such such a long time ago, over ten years ago, and it's just now. Maybe, maybe it will get released later this year in like the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's been delayed so many times, and you you probably know more about the actual thing than me. Uh, but for what I know, uh, Fallujah is a battle. I mean, Fallujah is a city in Iraq, right? Just want to make sure I get. I believe uh, so. Yeah, I believe so. Iraq. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a, it's a city in Iraq, and it is infamous because it had, as the name suggests, a, oh, nearly a week-long battle between insurgents and – well, not just insurgents, just, you know, uh, citizens there, insurgents, just, you know, Iraqis and the U.S. military – and it was a complete shit show to say the least. It was horrible. Um, I don't think anybody came out better from it. And it, yeah, it's just kind of it's one of those like, you know, stories like Black Hawk Down and stuff where it's not like nothing like like the world wasn't at stake or nothing. But like what actually transpired was just like it, it almost seems like a dream, like it couldn't have happened. Uh, that was right. in oh four oh five, I think it was oh five, and they were going to make this game Six Days of Fallujah, and it was supposed to release in 2009-2010. But there was some pushback, some controversy on that because people were just thinking, like, you're just going to make this game. That, that you. I think the concern was they were going to glorify the battle, mm-hmm. and Konami was actually a publisher on it, and they dropped it because they just didn't want to deal with the backlash. Um. The developers were like – their big thing was we had actual veterans. You know, We ha- we even have some civilians talking to us, helping us with this game development, and we want to give a like a real 
a real like grounded, you know, just unsanitized, you know, story about what it was on the ground. No, like we don't want to talk about why they're there. Just talk about what transpired, you know, on the ground, you know. So that that was their argument for it. Um, but I guess because like, you know, <laughs> I don't know all the details, like why I kept getting pushed back. But there was just a lot of pushback. Until right. event- until eventually, like I said, just this year, maybe it might it may get pushed back again. Um, it, it's slated to be released this year. Um, and uh, and for me, I think um, even though I'm sure they have good intentions, I don't doubt that. I don't think they mean to glorify anything. I think for me, the biggest thing is I think they try to do this way too soon. Yeah, I I could definitely uh, I could definitely see that for sure. Um, cause that's kind of what sets it apart, right? From Vietnam games, World War mm-hmm. II. I mean, you even have some World War One games. I believe History Channel made a Civil War game. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, you know, those things were, were quite a while ago. And most of those veterans have passed away as have their, um, you know, significant others. You know, their children are probably around and are grown adults, probably. Uh, oh, they're probably grandparents now. <laughs> yes. Uh, whereas now, I mean, Shit, these guys that were in Fallujah are probably in their 40s, you know? I mean, think about it. Five years, that's, I don't know. Like, imagine, like, in 2027, in 2027 they try to make, you know, a, a Ukraine game. <laughs> like, that's like, no, that's that's, that's just not going to work. Like, even if you have the best of intentions and you, have, and you do everything right, it's just like the timing is horrible, you know? I think that five years is – I think you got to wait at least ten years, I feel, for stuff like that, at least. Ah, the old uh, South Park rule, right? <laughs> wait ten years for something to be fun. Tra- tragedy plus <laughs> time equals comedy or, in this case, money. Um, it, yeah, like I, like I said, I, I don't think they meant to do anything bad. But, um, I mean, one example would be like – think about like Black Hawk Down. Like I know I mentioned that. That was about a, a battle in Somalia in 1993. Imagine if the movie I – mean, it was close. This one's pretty close too though. Imagine if the movie came out in 1998. You know, that, that would, That's a huge difference than when it came out in 2001. Yeah. It's still pretty soon. Don't get me wrong. That's still pretty recent. But I think just the fact too that it went from like the 90s to the new millennium makes a huge difference, especially, especially since there was a book that came out on it. And that book is very – you know, just it, – it's a basic tell-all that yeah pretty pretty much um and what's crazy too is i I mean there was or there is like you said veterans who are very closely uh you know uh, involved in this in this Mm -hmm. game who just want to tell the stories of you know of their own stories as well as stories of some of their you know fallen brothers or sisters you know um so but but at the same time i can see you know, there being some kind of worry of not necessarily respecting the the gravity of of you know the, the battle or the war, but I I have a feeling that they'll do this. I mean, you know, I don't think they're going to try to sanitize it or glorify um the battle. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't. I mean, but we won't know until um you know they actually uh, do it. So, no, yeah, I mean, it's it's all like whenever you hear stuff like that, whether it's in movies, a book, or a game about like so, any kind of military operation, 
from any country, I feel like if maybe a, a couple exceptions, but usually that's a good thing to have them involved because you're, it's going to be it should be more accurate. Um, it, you know, things will line up. You have a little more like heart in that story because it's coming from people who experienced it. Um, I guess, but I guess another big thing is like you know. I know they've always said, too, it's going to be from the U.S. soldier's perspective, which if you make that very clear, I think that can still work then. Like, oh, how come we're not talking about this? Well, because we're not we've you know, we've established we're not talking about, you know, the civilians who are like maybe trapped there because civilians are trapped in that battle, too, unfortunately, and a lot were killed. Uh, so if it, so it's like you can make a, a story about that for sure. But, you know, we've already said this is about like U.S. soldiers. Then you sh- I don't think it's in. You can be upset that it's like that, sure, but you can't be like, oh, how dare you, when they made it clear, like, hey, this is about the U.S. soldiers. Um, right, yeah. And, it's, uh, and, 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 and I get it, you know. Like I said, it, this is like the best example I can think of, too, because, like I said, civilians died, and, you know, it's, it's not like – it's not like that was all done from a different side, like by one side, you know, it, it was, like I said, it was a shit show. It was a bloodbath on all fronts. Um, are they actually going to show that though in the game? Like not necessarily the player doing it, but are they going to show like a cutscene of stuff like that happening? Or are they just going to kind of ignore that? Cause if they ignore that, that's when it's like, okay, there, there, there's an issue there, I feel. But kind of like you said, we won't know till it ever, if it ever comes out. Right, right. You know, like I said, in, like in the Black Hawk Down, in the book, it makes it clear. Same thing, like civilians were killed, and you know, it was not just one side's fault. It was all. I mean, it's, it's a battle, it's a war. Like, unfortunately, there were, there were casualties. Whereas in the movie, it's. I don't think they ever show anything like that happening. I mean, for good, re- for good reason, monetary wise, because um, you, you're you're gonna get some flack from probably the military for that, and not get support for future movies, but. You know, right. uh, it, but that's what I say. It gets, and that's why I think something like this gets really gray because I can understand it from like all sides. It's not easy. I don't think there's necessarily a right answer, but that's why I think it's probably better to wait a bit, let things simmer down, and I think you can go in there with like you know a better approach. Yeah, I mean, I I think a little, I think enough time has maybe passed now. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if they waited to like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. like if it was first announced, then I, I, I don't think there would be any. Well, there would be naturally, but not as much, not nearly as much. Right. Yeah. You, you know, because it was such a long time ago. At that point, you kind of just go like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Whereas I think probably at the time you hear that and go, shit, already? <laughs> like, that's kind of what I think a lot of people's reactions were. Well, what's crazy is, too, is like certain games may not have been directly, you know, about, you know, certain recent events. But, for instance, in the new uh, reboot of Modern Warfare, that uh, whenever Mm -hmm. the embassy is being attacked, that is I believe that's pretty closely related to Benghazi. Um, And that's fairly recent. That's like 2012. Right. It's it's more recent than Fallujah. They don't necessarily say, "Oh, this is Benghazi, right? It's a fictional country, or it's an, you know another country." But the events are pretty similar, and obviously over dramatized. But still, I mean, it might. I don't. I don't know. You know, it's just. It's I guess similar. because they kind of like what? No, this is like it's one of those like this is a coincidence. I don't know what's happening. I guess they could kind of hide behind that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, this one, this one's really tough. Um, it, 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 and I think it's really tough too because the game hasn't been released at this point. We can only guess. You can hope for the best, but it could come out and be like, "Wow, what the fuck happened here?" Or it could be like, "Wow, no, they, this is this is good. This is some good shit." We won't know for a bit. I can tell you though, when it, if it, if it does come out, the, the, definitely got to try this out just to see. That that was the game to come out since it was originally uh, talked about. God, 2010. Can you believe that? 12 years of delay. That's I don't yeah. know, man. That's kind of worrisome too. Like just on a technical level, how is it gonna play? You know? Yeah. I, I, hopefully, like at I, that I think, point, I you just hope the good. story is good, right? Right. I mean, that, that is very. Uh, like at this point, that's, that's what's true. probably gonna carry it. Yeah. I, well, I if it's like because uh, uh, they want it to be like a tactical kind of game so i think it's gonna be maybe more realistic in the fact that you might that you're not gonna be like a bullet sponge and all that and you might mm-hmm. have to kind of maybe in the same vein as arma i don't um, think they really released any um gameplay of it but i mean i'm excited to see what they they plan on doing yeah well you know actually um i found uh, a link here to like a more recent interview with one of the developers in uh february 2021 mm-hmm. uh, um Let's see. There was one I saw too. Okay, like we just talked about, you know, the the line and a big thing in there was the the big turning point in that game is, you know, the use of white phosphorus, right, on the civilians. Right. So an excerpt here is um so kind of he's it's the writer talking about it, and he's saying um so they're saying like okay the cause of the war is not going to be in the game, and with that. It leads into, like the cause of the war itself, another bit of context that won't appear in Six Days in Fallujah is the use of white phosphorus by U.S. forces long criticized as a war crime. So that's not going to be in there. And, okay. And yeah. um, I'm, I'm not taking that as like a telltale sign of anything, but I think especially now since we've seen it done in a game, and we in a game we just talked about recently, I and I know it's different too because that's fiction it's good fiction but it is fiction whereas here this is like you know obviously real life i I do want that 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 does make me wonder like okay they're not touching everything is that just like one of the lines that they just don't want to cross or is that is that just an indication of like yeah we're not doing any of that right yeah i again i get it but also if you're if you're if you're supposed if allegedly you're saying like we're getting into the shit and you're not talking about one of the biggest pieces of it that's a little bit of a cause for concern you know and i think one of the reasons too because i don't i don't think it's a an actual uh war crime and uh, if it's used against enemy combatants but i think right. when it becomes a war crime is whenever it's used on civilians either accidentally mm-hmm. or purposefully right uh so i think that's yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That's tough. That's just yeah. tough. Um, and the developer right at that says, um, so players cannot use. We're not talk. We're not asking players to commit atrocities in the game. He says, are we effectively sanitizing events by not doing that? I don't think we need to betray the atrocities in order for people to understand the human cost. We can do that without the atrocities. That's a quote. That's a quote from him. That is a straight up quote from him. Yeah, that that seems it seems like a. 
Uh, it seems I like mean, the opposite of not sanitizing, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and after that, he goes on to say, like, oh, no, there are sections where he plays an Iraqi civilian. But after hearing that, is that more of just, like, them going, okay, we got to do a little damage control, you know? <laughs> Like if you're gonna do something like that, and your big thing, and and you, mar- it's like one of those things, like completely unrelated, but like think of it like you know cyberpunk. We release it when it's ready, and that's like your big thing, and it releases in a total disarray. You're gonna get a thousand times more shit for that. So on that same level, if you're gonna, if you're a big thing about a game, especially something like you know as, you know, as catastrophic as you know Fallujah, the Fallujah battle. And your thing is, oh, we're going to get in there. And now we have, like, direct quotes from one of the developers saying, like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Or you may not do that or this. That is that is a bit of a cause for concern. And this is from 2021, so. Yeah. You know, again, I'm just hoping that it's not like, you know, like, oh, we're going to do 70% of stuff. And we're just not going to do that, that last 30%. Obviously, you know, again, if you're going to do it, do it. I'm hoping it's just like we're not gonna include everything, as opposed to we're not even gonna, you know, we're just turning our our uh, back to that, you know. Right. Yeah, I know. And like I said too, I know it's totally different because this is a real life thing that happened. But but when a game, when an actual like AAA game can do something like that, even if it didn't sell well, but the fact that it could come out and do things like that, you know, I I don't necessarily agree. You can show the human costs without the atrocities. I feel that's kind of a contradiction, really. Especially when you're saying that you <laughs> want to show an unsanitized version of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, because then that kind of makes you feel like, is this just going to be like, like um, you know, the U.S. soldiers did like, you know, it's kind of like, unfortunate. I'm about to say like they were glorified. I'm not saying that's their intent. I'm not saying that about the soldiers at all. I'm just saying like, hearing all this now, reading this, from the developer's, you know, perspective now is that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it, and then, and then especially too, then uh, like reading further down, they're talking about how like would it be better maybe to make like a documentary style kind of game from a civilian's point of view? Um, for example, titles like "Bury Me, My Love" have conveyed the plight of Syrian refugees without putting a virtual gun in players' hands. Um. The developer responds, um, very few people are curious what it's like to be an Iraqi civilian. Nobody's going to play that game. But people are curious what it's like to be in combat. It's the same reason people play survival horror games, being in a situation that's beyond what we have in our normal lives. Yeah. And again, it's like, I I, don't, I think it's one of those like old-timey things. Like People don't want that. It's like, maybe not to the masses, sure. But I think at this point, anyone who's interested in this game... Is just someone who's like is interested in you know getting all that nitty gritty. This is this is not going to sell well at all. It's just again, it's just going to be that strong cult already that's like has followed it for over a decade. Like, is this going to actually come out? Is this going? When's it going to be? I want to try this. You know. I think they might be able to drum up some excitement over it. I think, but I mean, you're you are right because like for instance, um. Spec Ops the line and so well, but I think that was partially due to their own, yeah, the way they marketed because they they like like you we said you know a couple episodes ago they marketed it as a normal shooter, which if you know if I think they're trying to do what they're 
uh, what I'm what I hope they're trying to think they're you know trying to do it's going to be something more more involved and less just uh you know something to make you think about yeah because they yeah they I respect what they did I admire it but they they also realize like because they couldn't like market what the game is actually about because they wanted it to be surprised they they acknowledge like yeah maybe people just thought we're just another generic shooter and they just passed on us but we didn't want to spoil stuff so you know it's one of those i respect it and i i I'm, honestly i think that was the right decision but ultimately you can also acknowledge yeah that that's going to hurt you a bit right and here again i think they kind of have to do the same thing you know if you're going to do it go for it you know i don't know if like i don't know the publishers on this game if it's just like you know a whole independent thing at this point um but you know if it's a, if it especially if it's an independent thing fucking go balls out you know you don't have to worry about like your publisher being pissed at you because you know it's like it's just us who cares you know yeah i i think you're right i don't know I, like i said i just hope I, it's i hope it's good too man like i like reading that i'm a little bit wary of it but you know it, I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad interview. You know, it, it, it's possible. Yeah, uh, it is possible. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you still hope for the best. And like I said, it could just be like we're not touching everything, but we'll still touch some stuff. You know, like I said, and, and maybe this is a uh, maybe this is a symptom of they're trying to do it too soon because it's so soon. You, you can't just be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't show everything because it's just like it's, the wounds are fresh. Whereas if they waited a bit longer. They could have been like, all right, this is still awful, obviously. We're not celebrating it, but because enough time has passed, like you said, South Park rule, we can, you know, shed light on it at the very least. Oh man. Yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, now I, I know you said you had a bunch of moments. Uh, you, you did research more so on moments and entire titles. What are some of the uh, some of the moments? I, I think I kind of have an idea because we talked earlier. About yeah. What... Um. One staying in the military genre. Um. I think this is a pretty famous one that most people would know. Mm-hmm. A gamers, I should say at least. Um. No Russian from Modern Warfare Two. I think that's the big one. Like I remember that I I remember that at the time too seeing that on news, um talking just to, you know with our uh, classmates about that like dude did you did you did you play that level like what the fuck? Yeah, that one was yeah and, you know it, we were really young when that came well like what ninth grade or so we were probably freshman or sophomore sophomore year I want to say in high school so yeah ninth or tenth yeah when did come I'm gonna I'm gonna make us feel old now. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna look it up <laughs> yeah like um oh god uh, like especially on the news like it was just like oh my god i feel like was, this was a mistake november 10th 2009 hello yeah yeah i can hear you can you hear me yeah i can hear you i think did you cut out no no no, no. i was just so you said what'd you say september Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, Modern Warfare 2 came out November 10th, 2009. November. Okay. Oh, nine. So our, our sophomore year. Yeah. I know. That's. Let's not think about it. Oh, that's a fun little fact. Hans Zimmer composed some of the music. Who? Who is that? 
Uh, he does like Batman and like basically anything Inception. He's pretty much like does everything now in movies. He's a very well known though, yeah, Hollywood composer. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, damn, yeah. So um, if for, for anyone unfamiliar with that, you uh basically you like infiltrate a was it like a Russian terrorist inner circle, and the level opens up with you coming out of it of an elevator, I want to say, and. All of you have like light machine guns, and the leader, Makarov, goes like, "Remember, no Russian," and you basically just fucking go ham on a airport and kill everyone. Yeah, and it's uh, like everybody from the security guards to the random people waiting to get on their plane. I I think I don't know if this was part of it originally or it was patched in later. I I want to say maybe it was in originally. But do you remember, like, whenever it's, like an option came up, like, some uh, – this game may con- contain some, like, you know, offensive or, like, you know, very sensitive uh, sections. Do you want to avoid this? Do you want to skip that? Do you remember that? Yeah, that was on the original uh, okay, MW2. Okay. Yeah. okay, that was on the original. Yeah, because I think they already – so they, they knew beforehand, like, this is – this might be a bit problematic. Or, or rightfully so or not, they just knew, like, this is going to stir up some shit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it had to have uh, sort of. I mean, yeah, because you're just uh, killing civilians, and yeah. it's, suppo- and it's supposed to be like an American being undercover in it, right? As far as I remember. Yeah, so you're like a uh, soldier. You you are uh, like an army ranger in the early portions of the game, and then the CIA picks you up, and you become like kind of like a, an agent uh, for the CIA. Um, yeah. So I, as a kid, because, you know, like, like it was in ninth or tenth grade, so I didn't really think about the implications. But once you actually think about it, like you're mm-hmm. this fucking guy, like, oh, we're the good guys. And you, and I have to do this for the greater good. Yeah. yeah it's that real, like, utilitarian uh, way mm-hmm. of thinking. You know, and then to do all that, to have all that blood on your hands and then just get killed right there. Right. Because I think, yeah, it, at the end of the level, after it's all done, um, it's it, it basically is like oh they played you they knew that you know you weren't legit and so they shoot you in the head so that way there's a body of like you know you were a soldier on there implicating that hey the u.s has done some shit too and that starts off the whole fucking thing it's is it a is it a french airport it's a european airport that's why it's a super big deal i thought it was a german i thought i'm sorry i thought it was a russian airport it might have been that's why it's like no russian basically yeah it's not in US, it's, it, it's bad regardless but the fact that there's a u.s you know, civilian out caught there and that they just killed a bunch of, you know, European civilians. That is, I don't know the exact definition. Is that a war crime, an act of war? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it definitely is an act of war. And I think that's why it was a uh, Russian airport because Makarov was trying to start a war between Russia and the Mm, U.S. And this definitely uh, lit the match. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because then after that, Russia, that's the famous, like, you know, Red Dawn thing, right? Russia invades the U.S. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Kind of want to play Call of Duty again. <laughs> yeah, and they just remade uh, Modern Warfare 2. So with, I think, PS4 graphics. So it looks pretty slick. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, didn't, didn't think about like that either until you kind of said it like, yeah, like you just think like, oh, that's fucked up. This is messed up. But then you saying like, oh man, like like that utilitarian point of view, like you don't gotta kill some people to save even more. Like fuck, yeah, I didn't think of it like that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, rough. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I think it's 
again, this is all personal fear. Uh, I I wasn't particularly bothered by it, especially like you said, we were so young, you don't think of it like that. I get it, don't get me wrong, but I think for the purposes of the story, I think it's not like it's not in there just to be there. It's not gross. It, it kind of is, but not for the sake of it. You know, there's a purpose to it. And also, you can like finish that level without firing a bullet. That's been shown too. Really? I thought you mm-hmm. couldn't. Okay. I, th- I swear, I thought you could. I uh, this is back then too. This is like 2011. I might have watched this video, so my memory could be wrong. It could have been fake too. But I, I'm pretty sure like you can just miss or something. You don't have to have to kill anyone. Just like shoot around them or something. Again, could be wrong, but I think that's an option. Let me see. Uh, it says. Um... Okay, yeah, it says no Russian is noticeably more graphic than any other level in the game. The player is not forced to shoot anyone, however, and may skip the live the level altogether without penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's according okay. to uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, now I'm curious. Now I gotta now I gotta look up if you can actually do that. You might, I think I have the game. I should just load that up, see if I can pull that off. <sighs> yeah, that's probably the most famous one. What about you? Do you got any at the top of your head you can think of? Of just moments? Like moments? Or if you want to talk about another game? Okay, well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll break into, I guess, one of the heavier uh, titles. Uh, Is I it guess the one it, I didn't want to at first? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this this game came out in uh, January 21st of 2002, and it was developed by the National Alliance, which is a <laughs> uh, white supremacist neo-Nazi group based out of Hillsborough, West Virginia. And the game we're talking about is called Ethnic Cleansing. I feel it's, dirty just reading that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, luckily, it's a very shit shitty you know, put together game. Now I did find something that was kind of disturbing, um, which I'll talk about after maybe we get through some of the, the other parts of the game. But, um, <laughs> I mean, the whole game is disturbing, but something that's more so has implications towards the, uh, rural world, I'll say. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you take control of either a neo-Nazi or a Klansman who is tasked with exterminating stereotypically dressed uh, black, Mexican, and Jewish enemies. Um, The game ends with the player uh, killing the uh, then-Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon. Sharon. Um, It uses the Genesis 3D engine, which was very, uh, very shitty-looking engine, uh, or at least the work the guys did. Yeah, the, whoever the fuck put this game together did like a really shitty job. It just looks trash. I know, Jacob, you, you saw some of the screenshots. Yeah, you, you showed me a couple. And like, you know, obviously taking away the context of like, you know, the horrible, you know, imagery. Um, like if we're just talking about straight up game model, even for 2002, it, it's pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, you got to think Shinobi, a PS2 classic where you're a ninja came out in 2002. Yeah, that this looks like a, a shit, I don't even know if it looks like a PS1 game, honestly. Yeah, it it, it has the same kind of uh, level of detail as a I would say a PS1 game, like Resident Evil, you know, just fucking really blocky 
shitty just graphics. Even the gun, I couldn't tell if it was a shotgun. It almost looked like they wanted it to be a Spaz uh, 12 shotgun, but then it kind of made uh, assault rifle or mm-hmm. uh, sounds. I don't know. That could um, just be them not knowing their – well, I was going to say that could be them not knowing their guns. But given the people who made this, that that's probably not the case. Yeah, I, what's even <laughs> crazier is so the the depth of field is so f- close. Like in the game, you're 15, you know, 15 feet in front of you, everything is black, so you can't see who's shooting at you past 15 feet, but you're still getting shot. Um, the graphics are horrible. I mean, the whole thing is just it's a shit show. Oh. Yeah. Like, like again, that's even before including the context of what this game is with it. Right. And Jesus. Oh. Yeah. And the Anti-Defamation League publicized the existence of the game and unsuccessfully lobbied the developers of Genesis 3D, which is the gaming engine, Mm -hmm. to change their licensing conditions to prohibit the use of uh, the engine to develop racist games. Uh, The National Alliance and Resistance uh, Records released a similar game, a sequel, called White Law. In June 2003, and it is a star. It stars an Irish American police officer taking up arms to, to quote unquote protect his territory from racial minorities. The game is based on the events of the Turner Diaries, which I I've never read that book. What's uh, what's that about? I've, uh, let me let's see the Turner. This one, but I just want to know too. This episode 100 is not going on YouTube. <laughs> It's 100 percent gonna get blacklisted <laughs> just from all the yeah, probably work. so. <laughs> so yeah, the synopsis of the Turner Diaries is the protagonist Earl Turner takes part in the ap- apocalyptic overthrow of the United States federal government, referred to as the system throughout the novel. And Turner and his fellow insurgents uh, wage a race war, which mm. begins in North America and spreads to the rest of the world. Uh, is known for it's anti-Semitism as well as, uh, you know, just being a racist. Uh, say just it's over, yeah, overall shittiness. Yeah, and it was authored by William Luther Pierce, uh, who is an American neo-Nazi and white supremacist, far-right political activist. For more than 30 years, he was one of the highest profile individuals of the white nationalist movement, a physicist by profession. Um, yeah, he was the author yeah. of the... <laughs> of the Turner Diaries as well as a few other novels. Oh shit. Um, yeah. Which is interesting because uh, you know, Irish uh, you know, immigrants were not really accepted by uh the U.S. Whenever you know during the the time yeah. they originally came. Oh, say That's yeah, they tre- treated like shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is, I mean, the term paddy wagon comes from uh, you know, basically comes from oh. that. Oh my god <laughs> you didn't know that no i didn't but as soon as you said that it, it just clicked <laughs> yeah so that's kind of oh weird oh my that, god yeah, <laughs> yeah wow and, now i feel kind of dirty saying that <laughs> yeah and, and and so it has this kind of like a heavy metal this uh, uh kind of white race neo-nazi metal and uh, throughout the game makes sense um yeah i mean because i believe you watch this like on youtube with uh, uh yes yes I watched some gameplay of it on YouTube. Go on the list now. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> uh, yes. So the Turner Diaries, but they they wanted to the National Alliance intended to create an entire line of 
uh, racist games that no more have surfaced, and the game uh, was priced at $14.88, which is a nod to uh, there's like a white supremacist Logan, uh, Logan, <laughs> slogan <laughs> motto, uh, and and it has 14 words in it. So that's the 14 words, I think, is what it's called in, uh, in neo Nazi circles. Um, so that's where the 14 comes from, and the 88 comes from the fact that H is the eighth letter in the alphabet. So H H, um, and, and it's you know commonly associated with. Uh, I hope, hopefully, no one cuts this out of content it's, or it's, out of context. <laughs> but uh, Hell Hitler. Um, so that's what the 88 uh, stands for in the neo-Nazi world. So as you can imagine, uh, that's one of the reasons why I and Jacob were both kind. You know, we didn't really want to talk about this as well as. Another game, but I figured, you know, I mean, this is what the episode is about. This is definitely, uh, you know, very controversial. Um, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, reading your notes though, too, when you when you told me about that, you know, I've always knew and heard about the eighty-eight, you know, symbol, but I never knew why. So, hey, I learned that now. Yes. Um, and and one of the things I was gonna talk about is uh, one of the more more concerning things is. So I went on YouTube and looked for a playthrough of ethnic cleansing. And one of the videos that popped up was from 2019. And it shows a very young, uh, you know, white boy, white kid uh, mm-hmm. playing the game. I didn't watch it, but just seeing that kind of. Uh, yeah, it's, I know. It's I... <laughs> worrying because as a kid, you know, because someone had to have gotten him and the kids aren't naturally that kind of way. So it's like, what kind of environment? is this kid in and it kind of made me feel bad you know that this because kids aren't just going to go to fucking uh national alliance.com and and (laughs) download you know ethnic cleansing i i don't think that's a very natural uh thing to do you know especially it's like uh the kid looked very young i i I don't know i didn't watch the video but very very young and the upload was from 2019 so yeah not that long ago very, very uh, worrying. Yeah, hopefully, that's, uh, yeah. Hopefully it was maybe just some sort of phase that this kid has grown out of. Yeah, I know people are like, oh, it was just a phase. He'd be surprised, man. <laughs> and shame on whoever bought this fucking game for $14 and eight or $15. This, this game is like, especially now in our 2019. <laughs> come on now. Well, what could you buy uh, on a Steam sale for $15? I like how you're criticizing them for their uh, their frugalness or lack thereof. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously not smart. Uh, <laughs> right, but clearly. Still, you know. Yeah. I, mean, come on now. I, I don't think you could pay me enough to download this game, considering that, again, if I were to download it, I'm, I'm fucking positive. I am on a list. <laughs> uh, probably so. <laughs> probably so. Man, that's crazy. I know uh, kind of a, a tangent, which is, you know, part of the course for us um i i heard about the 88 thing because so there's this uh there's this like weird stupid like weird wrestling promotion that was like out and one of like the founders for it it's a small promotion so and one of the founders has always been kind of like uh what's the word here not accused but like thought to be kind of like on the far right you know Mm -hmm. um and apparently there was just a thing where they had like they you know they were just selling merch or whatever, and one that was supposed to be like for some kind of pillow or whatever, and they said enter promo code and get eighty eight percent off. Um, 
And people were like, you know, obviously looking into that because like, OK, this is him, you know, kind of being either two things. It's him playing off of like what's believed of him or two, like this is just him, you know, doing his, his stupid shit. So that's where I first heard of the whole 88 thing. So now I see that I'm like, oh, that's that's why people are like upset by that. Yeah, so that's uh oh my god, I just realized too. My brother's email. <laughs> he was born in 1988, but his e- so you his probably email, shouldn't say it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his email, but it has that the, the numbers in there. <laughs> yeah, but and, and he oh, it's not. I, I assure you, <laughs> he is not a neo-Nazi, and this is well before you know any of this. I guess started to gain traction, but just thinking about it now, I'm like, I hope he has a different email <laughs> now. <laughs> believe it or not, this has gained traction for many, many years. If you look mm-hmm. up, I believe, uh, the Georgia governor at the time, I think in the 60s or 70s, he's actually on TV shows and whatnot, uh, promoting kind of a. I guess like ethnic, like, you know, marrying inside your race or, or whatever. Okay, um, I know what you mean. Yeah. I think his name is George Wallace, maybe some shit like that. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah. That piece of shit. Leave. <laughs> uh, so let me double check. I don't want to slander anybody's name. Um, I, that name sounds really familiar. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. It's saying Alabama. I could have swore it was Georgia. Uh, a southern state. Yeah. Uh. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Well, well, I guess this guy was. Isn't that the guy too who was like throwing a fucking fit about that black girl being in the school or something? Yeah. So George Wallace was actually the guy uh, who was standing in front of the school. I want to say there's another guy. Uh, this is another guy. Uh, uh, let me go on the good old Google pit. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's type in. Racist. Governor. <laughs> uh, Let me see. I, I don't think that's good. <laughs> it's that meme, Jerry. Do you realize how little that's narrowed it down? <laughs> he, uh, let me see. Uh, I think it is this fucking guy. Lester Maddox. Okay. It's a different one. <laughs> yes, he uh, was known as the... According to this YouTube video, <laughs> um, Lester was the he was the 1964 uh, Democrat uh, governor of Georgia and was known as one of the South's most racist governors. According to this YouTube video, <laughs> I like you. this is our sources. We're very open with our sources. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't I mean allegedly <laughs> allegedly so throw that in there a, you can't sue us allegedly this, yeah yeah so yeah there's that um and uh, believe it or not we also still have some heavy uh other i guess other heavy games we, we, um, we've been building up to them yeah we've been building up to them uh do you want to just uh break into postal yeah let's 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 it's you know break it a bit give us a little break so yeah yeah, i think a lot of people know about postal it's um i've played the second one um and it's it's mostly dumb stuff i mean i it's one of those uh it's one of those like kind of dumb games i I mean i do enjoy it but i i think it's definitely one of those games the second one at least that's like you know trying to be offensive just to be offensive kind of deal yeah yeah 
but it's so stupid and stuff that I do enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't think it's a good game, but it, it's dumb fun. Um, as the name suggests, you know, it's about a guy going postal. Um, and with the, specifically with the first one, it came out in 1997, which is insane to think about. Uh, and it was created by Running with Scissors. And one was originally a top-down shooter. Uh, the series and this game focuses on just a normal dude who goes on a rampage due to the stresses of urban life or just, you know, him having general mental uh, issues. And, you know, as the title suggests, he goes postal. Um, so in the first game, he's evicted from his home. <clears throat> go and, uh, Real oh, quick, yeah, before go we delve uh, too deep into this game, do you know where the term going postal comes from? If I had to make a guess, I'd have probably, it's got to be from a book or a movie, right? No. So this is actually uh, because for a while there, USPS uh, workers were known for, uh, I guess, quote unquote, going postal and shooting and killing their managers and fellow workers. Uh, with the first instance here uh, in Los Angeles, California in 1970. Uh, right. Then you got... Edmond, Oklahoma, 1986. Escondido, California, 1989. Ridgewood, New Jersey, 1991. Royal Oak, Michi- Michigan, 1991. Um, you have two events in 1993, one in Dearborn, Michigan, and one in Dana Point, California. Then you have uh, Goleta, California, 2006. Uh, Baker City, Oregon, 2006. Uh, and Dublin, Ohio, in 2017, all being... Um, Postal workers with the uh, USPS. Huh. Yes. So that's actually where the huh. term uh, going postal comes from because it was postal workers who I guess were the original uh, postal men. Yeah. Wow. That It's just one of those things like you, I, I thought of it and you're like, nah, that can't be it. But holy shit. No, nope, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Well, the rainbow, the more you know. <laughs> yeah, you you'll learn something probably from this episode. Not necessarily all good things, but damn it, you'll come out wiser. Not necessarily, uh, you know, things you want to know, but yeah, I was say we never claimed it was gonna be good things. Um, we told you straight up it wasn't gonna be a good time. <laughs> um, wow, okay then, there you go. Look at that, I've I've learned stuff, and I even saw the notes. Um, so uh, yeah, so the poster dude, as he's referred to. Um, gets evicted from his home, and he believes the Air Force is spreading a hate plague through his home city, which is called Paradise, and is the only one unaffected. And because of this, this leads him on a rampage at various locations, of course, including the Air Force base. And then, oh god, just reading this, and then attempts a massacre at an elementary school during recess. Um, I'm assuming in game two, um, the bullets have no effect, and, um, Horrific images cover the screen, and then the postal dude finds himself in a mental institution in a straitjacket, and uh, thus implicating like if any of this happened, or at some point did he go in there, was caught, and deemed insane. Um, I guess that's a little bit open to interpretation. I haven't played the game, so I can't say for sure. Yeah, so I think um, the postal series is more known for the second postal game. Yeah, I, I like all of this I'm reading right now because that's the one I played, and I think that was more of the stupid. It's like early 2000s. It's like early 2000s South Park humor is the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just dumb. It's dumb. Like, I guess it could be offensive, but it's just like trying too hard to be offensive that it's just kind of funny. Yeah. In that sense. This one, from what I'm reading, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, due to the controversy, naturally, 
uh, surrounding the game, um, specifically with obviously, you know, American school shootings um, happening and just being on the rise in general. Uh, the 2016 redux of the game game's ending was changed. Uh, repla- replacing the elementary school vision is the player witnessing the burial of an unknown person in a decaying field, though it is implied that it is a postal dude's own. Uh, completion of the game on the hardest difficulty features the inclusion of an unknown male and female mourning over the grave as it descends. Both outcomes prompt a similar mental breakdown in an identical asylum cutscene, though consisting of animated shots over the original release- release's still image artwork. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, so that yeah. One's, yeah that, that one plays it more serious, for sure. Yeah, so the second one's definitely more jokey, and I believe they just remade uh, the post the postal one in uh, 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody wants to check that out. I mean, it seems pretty interesting. I always try to give certain games a try, right? Like I'm not gonna go try. Right. I'm not gonna go try ethnic cleansing, but I might give <laughs> the postal <laughs> the first postal because the the second one is funny. It's not you know top of the line. It's not like great graphics or anything, but it's funny. Like you can use a cat as a silencer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which drummed up some controversy from animal rights activists. I think believe I believe it Probably got PETA. in a couple of countries. Uh, yeah, PETA, the people who steal dogs and kill them. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. <clears throat> no, that, that is fact. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they I, I, I retract that. Yeah, um, which I mean, nothing. I mean, if you're for animals, fucking cool, hundred percent. Yeah, but I love animals, yeah, yeah, but PETA, there's better organizations than PETA, I believe. Um, and I, 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 you know, I probably lose, I probably get angry over someone in real life, you know, sticking something up their cat's ass, not in, you know, a game. Yeah. But <laughs> unless it's, unless the game is like condoning that, which in this case in Postal, it's just, again, it's like South Park humor. It's just like, well, that, that happened. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but you could also pee, you can whip out your penis oh, and yeah. pee on people, which, uh, thought was fucking hilarious there are so many things jerry that you just clip these together and it's just it's just so many awful things you just whip it out you just start peeing on people also uh, uh gary coleman oh my god yes yes you remember that he was he was in the game i yeah. forgot about that little um side side story yeah but yeah here's here's the story uh just so everybody knows you can find it on theguarding.com. PETA says sorry for taking girl's pet chihuahua and putting it down. So. Well, well, they said they're sorry. So yeah, so <laughs> that makes it that, that you know it, it evens out. <laughs> yeah, and in, 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 you know that's called repentance, and now they will go to heaven. <laughs> yes, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. It's already it's already bad enough. We don't need to add stuff to this. <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, like like we stated before, the second one is the one we have experience with. I I haven't played the uh first game yeah but i, I, I did see the three, end i think yeah there's a, no there's actually a, up to a postal four oh, that i believe is in development now yeah oh right yeah, the third one's like not well liked and the fourth one yeah is the one in development yeah you're right yeah so uh this uh you want to talk, i i, I yeah talk about this last one not the, it's not the last one but it's probably the worst it's one probably of them, one yeah. of the worst so i guess uh, i've never given one of these before but uh trigger uh warning trigger uh, warning sensitive material i mean this one's material sexual assault um okay. yeah this is this one's rough it's pretty rough uh it, so I'll, fair warning seconds fair mm-hmm. warning maybe fast forward maybe 10 minutes or so maybe we, maybe we can put in a note you know saying like hey if you don't 
if you don't want to hear this, you know, skip to this. Maybe we could do that. Yeah. Um, so this game is called uh, Rape Lay. Mm. Uh, it's came out in April 21st of 06, launched in Japan by Illusion Soft uh, Sinners. And it centers around a, a man who stalks and uh, eventually sexually assaults a mother and her two uh, daughters. <sighs> It's banned in multiple countries and officially not distributed or supported outside of Japan, but was sold on Amazon until 2009 when British Parliament became involved and uh, when it was found that the game, you know, was being sold on Amazon. And at Mm -hmm. that point, uh, people were kind of talking about how it violated the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women, uh, UN Bill or International Treaty, Mm -hmm. also known as these. C-E-D-A-W, which is, like I said, a 1979 international treaty or UN bill of uh, human slash uh, woman's rights. Uh, and because of this, the game is almost impossible to find even in uh, Japan. And uh, supporters of this game argued that uh, rape is a lesser crime than uh, murder. And many games allow, you know, allow and encourage murder are being sold in many worldwide retailers. Right. I mean, you can buy a GTA 5 or mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Call of Duty or whatever in Walmart. Right. Um, but without delving into the story at the end of the game, there's two different endings. And in one end, the rapist is murdered. And in the other ending, the rapist, I think, gets hit by a train. Uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's just <laughs> I, heavy. Yeah, I, I was like, going to say, yeah, I do want to say this uh, opening up, though. If your defense of something, anything, if the main crux of that defense is, well, this thing is worse, so why are we getting flack for it? That's not a good defense. Um, that doesn't make it okay. And and it, but it, it it does also open up why are we okay with with murder though? You know, because I mean, mur- at the end of the day, murder is a horrible thing. I guess, I guess it's because it's not this. It's it's the kind of people I think who might be in, uh, interested in playing a game about uh you know that that centers around you know stalking and and, and raping, yeah raping women. Yeah. The kind of people who would make that game, the kind of people who would want to play it, yeah, uh, and defend it, right? Yeah, I, there, I think there, that's more a, so it's about. Yeah, there's there's a difference between like if you want to like, because it doesn't even seem like it's about like censorship or um, you know fucking you know expression of art or whatever kind of shit you want to say. It seems like it's just them being like, well, wh- why can't I play a rapist like that? <laughs> that's not something um I feel like anyone should. That's not a hill, a mountain, or trash heap that anyone should try to defend, you know? Uh, and of course, too, I mean, it could, I don't, even, I don't really think it's black and white on if you, you know, if you were to say, ask someone like, hey, is rape or murder worse? I don't think you'd always get the same answer. I really think it does depend on the context, who, you know, the victims and all that. I think that all plays a role in it, too. And, and like you said, though, big apples and oranges too also you know big difference between like playing yeah, a stalker yeah. and a rapist than like a captain in the u.s army you know <laughs> or, i mean even gta right i mean at, at the end of the day right you're comparing a shit sandwich to a uh, sewage uh smoothie right i mean murder <laughs> is horrible and yes. rape is horrible as well right um I mean, so, I guess, like you said, it could be interesting to kind of get into that nitty-gritty of why like you said we're much more okay with this than that but like on, i'm not gonna on, do on, it i would say yeah on a certain level i could see it but also on a different level 
you just gotta just what i'll say it's fucking rape dude like what the fuck <laughs> like no you know right like 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 um and not only that if you you could totally do let me let me let me hang on with me here you could totally do a story of some, about something like this but why make it be like that you play as you know the perpetrator why can't it be like you know like maybe you're a detective or you know a policeman you're the victim you're someone related to the victim you know there's so many different avenues well i believe in in uh in in la noir there is a uh and a a uh, case where there's like a woman in a car or something like that mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken left out in the woods and she was a uh, victim who was um sexually assaulted and murdered right yeah yeah i think there's like a whole freaking section on that like yeah. a string of four or five cases see and that's the thing you can do and it's you know they show you know i mean in the in its, you know ps3 era they show like you know lacerations bruising and stuff but it's not in a exploitative way it's kind of like hey this is what the detective would see when trying to like you know piece together what happened yeah and you know and also i mean you have whole series of shows like uh law and order svu yeah, right yeah. Special and, I, and i think yeah and i think the difference is i guess those are more passive experiences right right whereas in in the video game you're actually the one doing it you're the one who's i don't i don't know how this game plays or whatever but yeah um you're the one you're definitely involved in this uh, cyber you know uh, attack mm-hmm. uh, i don't know this like i said this game was definitely one of the more uncomfortable ones i mean even uh, the fucking name is just a yeah bit. yeah 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 and believe it or not there i mean there are some games i didn't even mention um there's a you know like a columbine uh simulator there's all kinds of oh stuff. yeah no i saw i saw like clips of that too before yeah yeah yeah, like, I know, man. Like I said, there, there. If you want to make the argument, like, well, you could tell stories about that. I agree, but again, the crux of my argument is why does it have to be as you know the assaulter? Well, you can totally do it from other things, and you know, even with movies, you know, like what what's the big one that was pretty recent? The I know you told me about it. Something with a bird or a jay. Oh, blackbird. Uh, no, so, fuck yeah, it's, it's you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people needed uh, like th- there there was a psychologist on um, I guess on 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 standby for when the movie was uh over. Um, fuck. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I know you told me about that, and you know, th- and I mean that's obviously not a good time of a movie and stuff, but it's but that's a way to do something in a you know something so controversial so macabre not macabre but like you know dark but not have it be like exploitative you know yeah so that movie i mean it was really horrible it takes place in uh the early uh i guess the settling days of australia when it was kind of a, a prison mm-hmm. uh, colony and you know the yeah, prison island were, were uh you know treated as slaves and, and seen as lessers but then you also had the uh people who were you know like i said it was a prison colony so i guess the prisoners were also um uh, you know, and they were prisoners. They were also treated as slaves, and of course, uh, sexual assault ran rampant uh, during those times. And yeah, that that movie was sad, and it was fucking. It, it was it was definitely a chore to watch. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's called The Nightingale. There it is. Yeah, that movie came out in 2019. It's a revenge tale. 
1825. And I believe it takes place in Tasmania. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I see that's, that's something you could do. Whereas here, it's just like, I'd be a little concerned about the mental well-being of the pe- the person or people who made that game, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And then, the, and then the people who have bought it and, like, defend it or, or support it, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, that again, won't get into, like, the moral dilemma of, like, what's worse or whatever. Just that, I mean, just no. <laughs> That's about as much as I can say, just no. Yeah, it's fucking, it's just fucking crazy. Uh, and the uh, last one on my list is actually a game that I had and, and played uh, called Hatred. Um, Bringing it down some. Yeah, I mean, it's still dark, but it's... We've peaked now, it. if it helps anyone listening. This, that that's, that's as dark as it's going to get, I believe. Yeah, so I believe this came out June 1st of 2015. It was created mm-hmm. by uh, Destructive... Uh, creations which i think they're like a european uh, company and the game centers around a misanthropic uh i put here edgy boy because it's just he's just a fucking edgy trench edgelord fuck yeah an edgelord who has his eyes set on becoming a mass murderer he uh and this game was a reaction as uh, according to the developer is a self-described reaction to video game trends such as excuse me I'm drinking a sour Skittles drink and it is making me burp. <laughs> it's pretty delicious. Um, but it's it's Rays. It's called Rays. It's uh, called Sour Rainbow. It's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. Um, but uh, trends of political correctness, politeness, uh, and uh, vivid color, and the idea that games are art. And it's basically an isometric, like you know, top-down uh, black and white shooter. Which one of the cool things I thought about the art style is that the only colors you can kind of see is the kind of the red or the mm-hmm. orange glow from the fire. And then of course the red from the blood of uh, the victims. Right. So that kind of gives it like some kind of stylized, uh, what's that movie uh, based? I think it was like a, a comic book kind of based movie. Uh, Sin City. Yes. Reminds me of Sin City. Mm. Yeah. I see that for sure. Um, you can jump in cars and all that stuff. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting. Um, so the shooter was obviously considered to be controversial um, ever since right. the first trailer came out. I, remember I don't know. That, yeah. yeah. So it's just like a kind of a heavy metal looking dude with like a black, you know, trench coat. And just talking about how much he hates people. So for anybody he looks, like the, know, he looks like the guy from Metalocalypse. Yes, yes, he does. He looks, he does <laughs> look like, one, like the, what is that, the lead singer? This is singer. I forgot his name. I feel bad. I love that show. But yeah, it looks just like him, honestly. Yeah, and, and he basically talks about, I mean, if anybody doesn't know, misanthropic just means, like, you have a general hate for society, for people. A hatred, if you will. Yes, a hatred. <laughs> um, and so the game was originally uh, removed from Steam Greenlight uh, pretty briefly, but it was brought back with an apology from Gabe Newell. Um, and basically, the, you know, they put it back up, and the game was criticized once it did come out for being repetitive and extremely violent yeah that's a uh, well, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well uh, yeah you're uh, f- a fucking mass murderer so um yeah uh <clears throat> and it's pretty it's kind of similar to postal in the fact that the protagonist is just there to uh kill as many people as possible and his, the motives of this guy 
uh, are pretty much up to interpretation because there's very mm-hmm. little talking. There might be some one-liners or, you know, I mean, just that little introduction off the, the first level. You know, yeah. Talking about hates, you know, humanity and just wants to see everybody die. Um, kind of, I don't know if, if you know who Vegan Gains is, but I get Vegan Gains. Um, he's a YouTuber mm-hmm. who uh, stated he hates to hear babies crying. Um and, and like mutes the TV whenever he sees a baby because he just wants to stop the, the baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he basically like <laughs> like that guy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I just that to just see that in there. Just okay. made me think of it. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so his motives are pretty much up to inter- interpretation just due to the minute amount of uh, voice acting and expression from the protagonist. Right. Like he might call people like pigs or, you know, just like like, you know, I guess uh, kind of hateful shit towards people, but he doesn't ever really says why other than he just wants to cause, he hates humanity. He just wants to cause death and destruction and mayhem. So the end of the game, um, he plants explosives in a nuclear energy plant and he wants, and that's kind of his backup. So he wants to cause like an overload, uh, kind of like a uh, Chernobyl style event. Right. Um, and the police, or the, uh, I think it's police, maybe military at uh, end up, shooting him and i think he may have a dead man switch or whatnot and he triggers the explosives on the um the nuclear plant and kills uh millions right and i believe that's like the final scene of the uh game and in an interview with uh with vice uh vice's i guess motherboard i guess that's a subsection that does mm-hmm. video games pc stuff okay uh jaroslaw Zelensky, the director of hatred noted noted the uh, dark ambient music within the game, as well as the character's design and just, you know, how black and white uh, art style mm-hmm. was purposefully made, um, you know, devoid of joy, uh, stating that I don't want to justify anything. I want right. the player to ask why. And, uh, you know, the game was made with Unreal Engine 4. And because of this, uh, uh, and NVIDIA Physics X, um, for the for the physics, which if anybody doesn't know the game, like you can destroy the buildings, which is what I thought was cool about the game. If you shoot like an explosive barrel, something you can blow bits and pieces of the wall. You can leave the wall to shambles. Not quite the level to, of uh, Battlefield to where you can bring down a whole building, I believe. But it's still pretty cool just taking out chunks of a wall. Um, it's pretty interesting, especially seeing those big orange flashes of an explosion. In the right. Especially with contrast with the black and white. Yes. Right. Right. Um, and I believe there's a mod to actually colorize it. And also there's another mod to make it a first person shooter, mm. um, which the colorized one, I think seemed pretty interesting. I seen the screenshots and it looks, it looks like a whole different experience. Uh, wouldn't right. mind downloading that. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, you, you have this. I don't, did you get it like right, when right. it first came out or like a couple no, years ago? No, 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 no. Yeah. I probably bought it like maybe a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I kind of enjoyed uh, top-down shooters. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a PS4 one. It's like a zombie one. I also downloaded the uh, Last Stand, which is also a top-down shooter. Uh, that right. uh, its origin is a like uh, is a, from uh, man. What's that Flash video game website? I know what you're talking about. Fuck, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, Newgrounds. Yeah. So Newgrounds.com had this zombie shooter called The Last Stand. And that one was in the top down, but it's kind of like these zombies go down lanes, like, you know, mm-hmm. four lanes or whatever. And you you kill them, and you shoot them and you upgrade your kind of little area and every night prevent them from 
uh, you know, breaking in and killing you. And during the day, you kind of scavenge. Uh, and so they, they made a new game, um, a new Last Stand game, which is pretty fun. I implore you to check it out. It's multiplayer if you're looking for something kind of zombie, top-down shooter, exploration kind of game. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I like those kind of isometric style games. There's another one I want to play that's kind of like a Hong Kong shooter, kind of like uh, the Stranglehold or you know Hard Boiled or whatnot. I think I know what you might be talking about, just given the setting. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like a top-down uh, shooter, but um, because of of the the controversy of the game, the Unreal logo was removed um, from the trailer at the request of uh, of Epic Games, who's the engine's developer. Huh. Which I must say, Unreal Engine 5 looks badass. It does. It looks really fucking good. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Uh, and the game has a Metacritic score of 43 out of 100. And mm-hmm. I kind of think it's possibly due to the disapproval of the game's content. Because it's not it's not a 2 out of 5. Well, what would you give it then, out of 100? Out of 100? Maybe like a 65 or maybe out of 70. Oh, okay. So it's like it's it's pretty unremarkable, but probably that extra 20 points off for most people. It's like a mindless thing. Like I'm not paying mm-hmm. attention to the story. Obviously, right. there's not much story other than this guy's trying to kill people. Right. Yeah, there are definitely worse games out there like we, we just discussed. But even like just more well-known games that are just a bit more controversial. For me, I've never played it, so I can't you know say anything for sure. But just the vibe I get from it is just like a – try hard like edgelord type deal you know and I, I would definitely say it does fall into that uh kind of trap i mean it's kind of interesting to play i haven't beaten it i played mm-hmm. maybe three levels i'm at the i'm at the like the wharf the, like the kind of boat area yeah and that's kind of just where i, stu- I got st- i'm not stuck but i keep on um ending the game before i get past that part and it keeps on putting me towards the beginning so it's just kind of pissing me off so hmm that's weird. Yeah. It's putting me at the beginning of the wharf level whenever I'm kind of towards the end. Huh. I wonder if that's some kind of bug or something. Uh, I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, I remember probably. that being a huge deal. Like, oh my god, you're just killing everyone. And then, and now looking back on it, it's just like, <laughs> funny. You know, <laughs> like, it's just like, whatever at this point. Yeah. It definitely, uh, yeah, it definitely is. Like, like I said, I, th- I think now that the, um, the kind of hyper, you know, the kind of uh, quote unquote hatred for the game. Sidents, <laughs> uh, yeah. Kind of maybe now people give it a more realistic score, I guess. Like I said, it is repetitive. It is extremely mm-hmm. violent. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny you say that. Like, I don't know. Like um, looking on Steam, the reviews, all reviews and recent reviews are very positive, but it it's one of those like, um, you know how recently people are like calling Morbius like the greatest movie ever but it's like mostly jokes yes yes yes, yes. i feel like i'm getting the very same vibes um, for hatred on steam like like i said most of these are positive but like if you look at what they say like example like if you're planning on moving to america play this to get a better understanding of our cultural customs and daily hobbies and then just one says based and then bro this is literally me and then me when there's no toy in my happy meal yeah. And then, like, the edge is so edgy that it makes me edge so hard. I edge to completion. That's right. I edged all the way over the edge and edged my way to another edgier edge and kept edging because it was that edgy. It's like, it's nice. like okay, like, okay, I think I see what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, once every couple of them, like, oh, okay, there's an actual review or something. But, yeah, most of them, are, that's, the, that's the vibe. 
Yeah, I, I could see this kind of being a memed game. Again, that, you know, it's definitely memed on. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, like, I've, I've heard of, like, you know, most of these. I, I knew about Mortal Kombat. I'm kind of familiar with BMX, XXX, Six Days of Fallujah. Like I said, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. I've heard, like, most of these are heard in passing. But, yeah, and a, cu- a couple of these, I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, how <laughs> or why, you know? Like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But- yeah, it did take some. Well, I kind of so. Let me see. I did. There was like a a thing about you know horrible games or something. So I think ethnic cleansing was on that one. Definitely, I would. Hope um. So. Yeah, and then, and then I think I was on. I was on a Wikipedia for the most like uh, controversial games, and on the very bottom, it actually wasn't part of the list, but it was mm-hmm. there for some reason. I forget exactly why. Uh, Rape play was on there. And you'll probably see that, like, what the fuck? Yeah, so I clicked that. I was like, what the, that sounds very controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I was yeah. correct. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. For me, whenever you sent me this list and I was looking over them, um, those I was uncomfortable with, not necessarily because I didn't think that, for, for me, controversial is more like, mm, you know, I can see this being a problem, but I also get why, like, you know, it's not, it could be seen as like, no, this is important to talk about stuff. For me, like, you know, a thing like a rape play or something like ethnic cleansing, it's like, that's like, obviously, to me, it's not so much controversial. It is like, that's just bad. But in this grand sense of like, this is a game that, you know, whether it was mass released or just, you know, released in general on a, on a small scale, that alone is like, you know, in that sense, it's controversial, you know, it's messages yeah. and stuff like that. So, well, we actually have one more. And that is, I believe, some a game that probably everybody knows of. Oh, God. How did I miss this? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so Grand Theft Auto was the first ser- uh, game in the series being released in November 28th, 1997. And the latest, uh, well, I would say it's the, re- mm. the remake. Of I was going to say, yeah, it depends how you look at it. <laughs> November 11th, 2021, mm-hmm. um, which I have. And I'm not necessarily a big fan of it. Um, there's a lot of seems like they used a lot of AI to up res the textures and in some areas it works very well and in some areas it does not. Um, so what, pe- what most people don't know is the first couple of games were actually isometric top down shooters. Right. Um, and one of the funny parts is that I think you could have people like try to mug you or something and you could burp and fart on them and that would cause them to run away. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was hilarious. And and then there's actually a game in GTA or there's a car in GTA five that is uh, pays homage to the first the first game and that is the it's a car with like a big Z on it. It's like an old school nineteen thirties looking car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I think I do know what you're talking about. It's been a while since I played GTA five, but I, I might have an idea of what you're talking about. So that's actually the best car in the first game. Um, hmm. I think it was one of the gangsters' cars, but yeah. So that, that it was. I mean, it was a top-down, but you know. So they're, they, I guess, they took some liberties into what the game or what the car looked like. Right. But uh, so it's obviously, I think a lot of people know it's a game series, uh, where the player can create unimaginable carnage in areas that is uh that are modeled after real-world cities, right? Like Los Santos is kind of uh, what's uh, L.A. Los or yeah, L.A. Yeah. Liberty City is New York. Um. By cities like Florida, Miami, or Miami. Yeah, Miami. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, this and, is like the granddaddy of like, not the granddaddy, but like the most controversial series I think ever. Yeah, for sure. And 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 basically, you know, pretty much all of them. Um, you're you know in a city, and your and your protagonist is trying to uh, rise to the ranks of the criminal underworld, mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, some of the games, especially the earlier ones, actually used uh, AAA actors, like in uh, like Officer Tenpenny and um, San Andreas as Samuel Jackson. Samuel motherfucking Jackson. Uh, Ray Liotta's in uh, GTA 3, and I believe. Tommy Versetti. Yeah, Tommy Versetti. No, no, so he, so he's in, uh, he's in Vice City. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 Tommy Versetti. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And then uh, James Woods. I believe he might be in GTA 4, maybe. I'm, sh- I'm trying to think. James Woods. Man, it's been so long since I played GTA 4. I'm not sure. And, um, you know, the three, the moves to 3D was uh, made in during GTA 3, which was actually uh, kind of delayed just due to 9-11. They actually had a uh, mission where you were going to, I think, fly a plane into a building, which obviously had to be oh. changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good call. Um, yeah, for sure. And the game has been uh, kind of lambasted as a series that glorifies violence, and a lot of politicians in, in many countries, including our own, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, as well as Britain, Germany, and France, I uh, have, you know, criticized the game, and then it's outright banned in Brazil, which is kind of crazy to think. I was just um, say, yeah, given you know what happens in Brazil. <laughs> yes. Um, and some of the outrage was actually purposefully caused by the team's uh, publicist, uh, Max Clifford, mm-hmm. who planted sensational stories in tabloids in order to sell uh, the first game. Mm. Um, some of the controversies in, uh, involve the, uh, for instance, the hot coffee mod, uh, very famous. That's right? the most famous one, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and some people were actually more bothered than this, and I guess uh, – I was, but the torture scene in GTA Five where Trevor tortures that man who ends up being innocent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't really bothered by it so much, um, but some people apparently really were uh, really affected them, I guess. Um, and then GTA Four, um, also because of the uh, so Mothers Against Drunk Driving or Mad mm-hmm. with duties, um, were pissed off that the game allowed players to drive drunk. Right, it's Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and for extra points, you can play uh, GTA 4 while drunk and then drive drunk in the game. You will probably throw Drunkception. Yes. Or, or it bounces out and you just drive like the best thing ever. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That fucking shit it, was it, so tough. And it makes even even like if I hadn't had anything to drink, just the way the screen sways back and forth made me feel kind of sick. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, this the, I feel like the roads are just constantly covered in ice in that game. <laughs> It's yeah, so oh, slippery. Oh, the cars move like heavy boats. <laughs> yeah, on skates all, all the time. Yeah. But there's also an ISIS endorsed and created mod which promotes the downfall of the West and allows you to take control of the uh, of an Islamic State terrorist Jesus. Uh, who can do suicide bombings, attack military bases, and just do general uh, terrorist yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And do uh, terrorist shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah, this is – yeah, I feel like for every GTA game that comes out, there's always going to be, like, five controversies, controversies that come with it, you know? Like, it wouldn't yeah. be GTA without it. <laughs> yeah, which makes me wonder. I mean, it kind of sucks that GTA Online is making them so much money because mm-hmm. now they don't want – that's all they're focused on is GTA Online. And then once Red Dead Online kind of failed, they don't – they're not really focusing on it yeah. the way they should. They didn't do fucking Undead Nightmare 2 – like nothing, for, nothing for Red Dead, really. Yeah. No, no story, nothing. And then no no stuff for the 
DLC single player GTA 5 and I think the way they worked around that is they put it online which sucks yeah it really yeah, does it really does like on you know again another tangent on one hand I totally understand if it's making you money fucking do it but also you know just as a fan of the series and like wanting more of like you know the content like on single player it, it sucks I definitely agree with that yeah I uh man that hot coffee one for us I, that that's probably the most that, that was like a urban legend for us we didn't know if that was real or not for a bit yeah that, yeah that's like that was like bigfoot like bigfoot's in the game like is he though i don't know that's that's pretty much how i felt about hot coffee yeah there's all kinds of like little easter eggs uh and all like like even in gta 5 the uh like the alien egg with the ufo and all that shit and the fact mm-hmm. that once you beat the game there's multiple ufos and even at the beginning of the game that first level when you're like somewhere in the north uh there's like an alien frozen in ice in an ice lake oh, man yeah. yeah oh god but uh shit that's really all i have man i mean that was a oh it was a whole thing man oh yes yes it was it's like i said it's really and that's just like you know the really out there games i'm sure there's there's probably oh. is an endless amount of like controversial moments or like you know sections levels battles you know in games Oh, like I know, I know. Yeah, like one was just like I said, the no Russian one. Um, well, you 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 said it in passing real quick. The torture scene in GTA Five with Trevor. Yeah, at the time, you know, I, I was just playing it, and like I was definitely like, well, this is fucking crazy. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I I I, I guess because the way I saw it, especially after the torture scene, when like Trevor's like talking to the dude he just tortured. Like, I think for me, I, I, it seemed like the point of it was like torture doesn't work or it's pointless and stuff, kind of like what it was demonstrating in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why it didn't bother me. Like, it's still bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, that sucks. Um, It's not like I was like over there like, he, 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 this is grand. But like, I, I, and I think that was the point of it. And that, that's probably why it didn't bother me as much as like it seemed like other people. Because, yeah, when I same as you, when I kind of like saw it online, like that was a huge deal. I'm like, really? Shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see where people, you know, were bothered by it. But at the time, I was just like, it's just a, a section that I got to play. Yeah, yeah. Which maybe in that sense that we're fucked up for that, you know? <laughs> Probably so. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe we've been played. We played ourselves. <laughs> and, and it's kind of weird what different countries prioritize as, you know, uh, taboo, right? Because like in European countries... I'm not mistaken, uh, they're kind of looser with kind of like sex or sexual mm-hmm. kind of things. Right. Like in, in Italy, you might see a nipple on a shampoo commercial or something. Right. Um, but like in the cover of uh, Left 4 Dead 2, um, the 2 was a zombie's hand that was uh, disfigured or part right. of it was cut off. Well, they made it just a normal hand because they're uncomfortable with violence and gore and whatnot. Um, but in the U.S., right, we're totally comfortable with a lot of uh violence but uh more kind of uh you know rep- or i guess i don't know repressed or whatever when it comes to, like sexual stuff <laughs> yeah no yeah like you said we saw a nipple in a shampoo commercial it was like sue them cancel them shit i'd be excited <laughs> i don't even like the shampoo but all right i'll check it out <laughs> shoot if that shampoo comes with a nipple i might I might check it out <laughs> I like how you just say nipple. You don't even know if it's male or female. Just whatever. He's got a nipple. I don't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> like in uh, workaholics. Uh, oh they get that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get that 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 text and and, and uh, what is it? Durs or, or whoever. 
It's Adam. Adam's being tricked. No, it's not Adam. Who is it? Oh, it's, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. Yeah, but one of them's being tricked. He he, th- he got a picture of a nipple and he thinks it's a girl. She's like, you know, why don't you send a, a picture of, of your dick or whatever? Mm-hmm. And sends a picture and it ends up being his buddies. And his buddies then get all the contacts from that phone and send send that picture to everybody. <laughs> that sounds like they do that to Adam. <laughs> that sounds like an Adam thing. I don't think it was Adam. It wasn't Adam. It was, was it Durs? It was Durs that they got. It was definitely wasn't Blake. It wasn't Blake. I want to yeah, say yeah, it, was, it was Adam's nipple. Oh, okay. Now it's me. Okay. You know what? This is all, this is all the same episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I'm in a, I'm in a weird mood now. <laughs> yeah. Time to. Surely uh, there's like a lighter controversy we can end on, you know, controversy we can end on. Well, if anybody's feeling dirty after watching this episode, you can check out uh, the subreddit iBleach, um, and there will be – yeah, there will be, like, cats and stuff. <laughs> the iBleach. This is heavy something. Yeah. Well, did not end it on a total downer, totally unrelated now. This is, we're going to, like, the uh, the closing of this. Um. Like I, I've always, um, I've always uh, heard myself talk, and I know I have like a, a certain like speech impediment. Like I know I have problems uh, enunciating certain words and stuff. I, I mm-hmm. now know there's a reason for that now. I now know why. Why is that? I have a fucking tongue tie. What's your tongue tie? What, what is it? No, no, like an actual tongue tie. Like my tongue has like it's like connected to the bottom of my mouth in a certain way. That's not normal. Oh, you gonna get it clipped? I mean, it, I don't think it really impedes well, you in your day to day life. Does no, it? no, that's the same. Like, what was funny is um, I was having dinner with uh, Alyssa, my girlfriend, and uh, my parents, and we were just talking, and you know, she was telling me a word to say, and I couldn't say it right. I, mean, I forgot what it was exactly, but she was telling me to say it, and then I couldn't say it, and then my mom started laughing, and it was like, oh, she can't say it right and stuff, and then she tells me, um, oh, it's because you have a you know a tongue tie. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, yeah. The doctor said uh, they needed to clip it, you know, fix it when you're a baby. And I just never took you because I didn't want them to hurt you. (laughs) That sounds like something your mom would say. It does. And it's just like, mom, (laughs) you'd rather me just go through life with like, you know, like it's not awful. I can still talk decently, but still like you'd rather me go through life with this, with like, you know, having issues, potentially speaking, rather than me having like temporary pain during a time of my life where i will have zero recollection of it like you're killing me <laughs> i have a podcast now this is awful <laughs> you've you've, you've like somebody now yeah <laughs> you've clipped my wings this baby bird can't fly now <laughs> but yeah, oh. I, I heard that i'm like that, that explains a lot now this, this is why I can't speak Spanish totally, right? I can't roll my R's. Before, I just thought, like, well, oh, I just haven't practiced enough. Now it's like, well, maybe I could with enough practice. But now it's like, oh, okay, I am at a disadvantage. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I love you. Nice. I know. Yeah, so hopefully <laughs> cheers you all up to um, – at the very least, though, this was interesting and definitely interesting to talk about. Just – man, and I wonder, too, you know what's crazy is just more games are going to be added to this list. I'm sure you missed some obvious ones, too. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course we did. I mean, uh, there's just too many to really... It's just, it's like movies, you know? Like, oh, you missed this crazy movie. Like, yeah, no shit. There's just a ton, you know? Yeah, there really is quite a few. Mm-hmm. Like I said... And just 
an update on um mm-hmm. on as far as our analytics go um we actually have some listeners from the uh uk and canada now so uh thank you all for listening thank of thank you of course to our uh u.s listeners and i'd like to give a shout out to one of my coworkers who started listening i'm not going to say his name because i don't uh, know if he wants his name said but we call him the machine at work. So shout out to the you. machine. Yes, he is a machine. He will get it. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, thank thank you to everyone who's who decides to give us um two lunatics a listen. You know, hope we give something for you. You know, and our primary age range is twenty eight to thirty four, and. Uh, 51% of our listeners are female with 49 being male and 1% being, uh, not specified. Um, the so, math there does not add up. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. I'm, fi- I'm fine with it. That's fine. What the fuck? Yeah. I just noticed that. <laughs> it's, uh, so hundred, 101% of our, uh, listeners. I was going to say, you know what? As long as the number's above 100, I don't care. <laughs> 100 above, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah, okay. Well, That's um, hilarious. I love it. That's why we say guys and gals and everyone in between. It's just the even uh, even our uh, demographic or analytics, they just can't even get it down. Yeah, it's like oh, totally fucked. That's hilarious that you just didn't notice that. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't even do the math. I was just like, oh, that's interesting. We'll you saw it. the numbers. They're like – Sounds legit. You'd be the worst tax fraud agent. <laughs> yes, I would. Like, all right, uh, these are numbers. That's all I need. Good, good day, sir. And believe it or not, our most watched episode so far has been episode twenty, Spec Ops, the line. So. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? I, I, that makes me happy too, because I feel like, I mean, we always put in our best effort in these, but I feel like that one was like a big uh, turning point because you know we put in our intro, outro. I really feel like we put in. I put in a lot of effort too, like trying to research it, uh, you know, trying to play the game and all that. Uh, so that's good. That's good. I, because I feel like the first 20 were like kind of like an alpha or beta, you know, we're still trying to find it. And I think that was like, I think we got a good, we got a good format going. And also, I would like to give a shout out to, uh, what the Famicom, WT or WT Famicom on Instagram, right? They like a lot of our stuff and they are a, um bigger uh video game podcast as well uh so i implore you to check them out um it's called wt famicom uh all one it seems like a kind of like a crazy um podcast as well yeah um, like they do I, I gaming and stuff too yeah no no and not crazy in the sense like yeah they do like gaming and stuff but they're like uh they're a lot more loose and free with it which i definitely respect i think that's always fun you gotta you know you gotta have your own thing and i i like their thing they got a good little uh they got a vibe they got a good vibe i like their vibe <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so and, shout out to them and really anyone like i said again i know we always say we kind of ramble on it but you know it's it's just for the fact that it's kind of insane to think anybody would <laughs> uh give us like you know their time that it's, it's crazy to think it really is man and then uh yeah it, it's just it's insane um but yeah, yeah thank, thank you Thank you. Thank you. Anyone, yeah, who listens, who uh, follows us, um, you know, whether it's just like a one-time thing or you follow us religiously, that's a really do appreciate it. You know, just like I said, just two guys, just two buddies trying to have a to keep up, and you know, just kind of share our conversations with people. Yeah, 
it, it's and learn some things here and there like today you invent things you wish you didn't learn <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure there's a this lot is our longest one too yeah i believe so it's yeah it's gonna be about uh probably about two hours but i'll probably cut off to be honest you'd be surprised how much time i shave uh off of these episodes um because whenever I, I edit them wasn't the our longest one before spec ops actually uh, that's like I an hour looking. 40 I think. So no, so yeah, it's an hour forty three, but Max Payne three was sitting at one fifty five. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, I would like to say one of our earlier episodes was actually more. So no, actually, uh, Max Payne three is our yeah, Max Payne three is our longest sitting at one fifty five fifty five. That makes sense since we were one, we were in person together. That always helps, and then two. It, there was a lot to dig in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, here um, we're not together, but boy, oh, boy, was there a lot more than I, I thought it was going to be like an hour. I thought it was, I really thought it was going to be a short one. But wow, it, it, yeah, when, when you talk about crazy shit, it, it's real easy to just keep on talking about it. Yeah, I mean, you got to give some kind of preamble, I think, uh, you know, because these are definitely some uh, delicate uh, topics. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. Like I mean, right. like so you probably heard it in our voices too. A couple of times we're talking about it, like, Ugh, don't like this. Yeah, but I, I figured, you know, just something uh, kind of interesting, because uh, I know we uh, the last game that we both kind of played together or played at the same time was Inscription, and I haven't had enough time to really get into anything or even decide what I would like to uh, get into. Um, I don't know about you. No, yeah, same, same. So it's it, I always like these two because you can kind of like I, I um always like getting specific with games or like series or whatever, any kind of topic. But uh, it, it's always nice kind of like doing these little episodes. Um, like I said, just you just learn about some stuff. And you're like, like you, know, you get a little history lesson. And you're like, damn, I did not know that. Or you yeah, know, about, like you know things. It, it's it's fucking wild. Especially some younger uh, viewers might not know that the ESRB was created because of. I mean, a really badass game, Mortal Kombat, right? These new Mortal Kombat's are pretty kick-ass. No, yeah, they're, it's amazing. It's it's pretty crazy to see, like, it's responsible for that, and it's still going on. It's almost, well, almost as old as it. That's also insane to think. Yeah, for sure. Let's not think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. But with that being said, do you want to send us off? Oh, oh, I'm doing. You're throwing so much responsibility at me. You're you're telling me to tell us our social medias now. This, um, no, yeah, I I can think I can handle this part. Um, well, like we always say, um, thank you for your time. It's always uh, it's always wild, but nice to see uh people take some form of entertainment out of this. So thank you for that. We hope you um, as kind of heavy as this episode was, uh, we hope you give you some kind of enjoyment out of it. Be it, albeit you know, kind of. If it was kind of a chore to get through, um, we hope you at least learn something and that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's always good to talk about things like this just to learn and just kind of to learn whether to avoid or just if you're going to approach uh, a controversial topic, maybe to do it from a different way and maybe it won't be as bad. You can actually, you know, go through, I guess, these uh, kind of taboo stories, but from a different point of view and maybe then it will work. Um, or as we've learned from certain games, just just don't touch it. Just just leave it be. Um, so with that, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, be safe out there. Things are getting better and hopefully they continue that way. Um, I love you, Jerry, and, um, hope you, um, hope you stay safe. Hey, I love you too, man. And, and, uh, 
thank thank you all for for listening for sure. And I'm gonna definitely put a uh, I guess a little warning in our description, but I'll probably before I even put the music on, just put a little a uh, voice mm-hmm. memo at the very beginning with the times that you know we oh, talked about. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll try to remember that, but it'll definitely be in the, the uh, description. Definitely, at least a one, at least with like the the heaviest one at the very least that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, man, hopefully we get to see each other soon. For sure, man, for sure. It's been too long. Oh yeah. All right, later. All right. Take care. Be good, y'all. See ya. <laughs>